It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Good to be with you guys here on a Monday evening. Hope everybody had a great weekend and uh, ready for a great week. We're in the mothership that is Studio 22, and it is a mothership, Hot mm-hmm. News Natalie. It is a mothership. Like, if this if this, if this, this studio had birthing hips and was transgender, it could totes have a baby. This is a good place to stay horned. This is a good place to stay horned. Yeah. Give me a big old wide shot, Puppet Master. Look at Mighty Heaton on the wall, that virile, virile buffalo. Oh, yeah. We're getting the Monday started off right. We got over in the Party Foul pub, of course, Party Foul Steve Powell. And K-Dub himself, the man that flies the planes that matter, Mr. Kevin Wade. Glad to have you back, my brother. Good to be back. Air Force represent. Represent. Mm -hmm. What was it I said the other day we were talking about? I'm really kind of sick of this whole transgender thing of people talking about how men can have babies and weird stuff. Like, like, stop, 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 stop. Men can't have babies, party foul. No, not at all. I mean, you can't. Men can't have babies. We're having this conversation right now. Men can't have babies. This is a, this is, we shouldn't have this conversation. Men can't have babies biological men i know what what many people are well we're talking about those who have transitioned (laughs) you have a vagina you're a woman well i'm glad i'm glad to see some of the olympic sports are starting to say transgenders can't participate in the women's look my thing is you want to have a transgender sports category have a transgender sports category that's fine if you want to identify as something run the freak parade i don't care yeah, I don't, I don't it, care. Put them with the steroid group, so you have a whole steroid <laughs> athletes and. All but you know, I've always stuff. said, I've always said, like pro ball, pro baseball, pro football, all that stuff. Let them steroid it up. Yeah. I mean, let them kill themselves over it. If you want to make twenty million dollars a year, I think they ought to make the ballparks like six hundred feet, and these guys <laughs> ought to be able to just jack it. I mean, bam! Yeah. You know, I mean, let's mm-hmm. make the game exciting. Let's have Casey at the bat, dude. Big old cartoon gargantuans up there. Let them rip. Let them rip. You die of a heart attack at 43, so be it. You yeah. you lived your life. But some states recognizing transgender at, athletes that were boys, now girls, getting to compete against gr- biological girls. I can't get on board with that. I call bull on it. <laughs> Nobody can get on board with I, it, especially the have. girls, especially the girls competing against these guys. Oh, it, I mean, I just, I, I that's, you can't do that. What you got, Dub? I got, I'm a father of three daughters, yeah. and they all grew up athletes. My wife was an athlete. She was on the uh, USA East team volleyball. And so uh, my kids, they come by it honestly. But they're not going to be competing against biological men. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. just not going to work. Yeah. There are some things that just will never happen. In my household, I got three daughters as well. They just had birthdays last week, 22 and 20 respectively. Uh, proud of my kids. There's some things that'll never happen. One, uh, men will never have a baby. Joe Biden will never put his face on one of my daughters. <laughs> and Robert Francis O'Rourke will never be president of the United States. He will Amen not. to that. And we're going to talk about that in today's episode. And you're like, oh my God, no, I promise you. We're going to talk about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down and, and make this relevant for you about Robert Francis O'Rourke because it matters. It matters. You might not see where it matters, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Glenn Beck the hell out of this thing, and I'm gonna tell you why 
Robert Francis O'Rourke, why you escaped a bullet there. Now, there's a lot more bullets flying. I mean, I kind of feel like Neo in The Matrix, who's dodging, you know, when, when they're shooting, you know, at him, and he's just stopping all the bullets. Like, I kind of feel like that's Trump's got his hand out, and he's, all these bullets are just frozen in midair waiting to hit him, mm-hmm. and he's diving out of the way. But we're all facing these bullets. There's a lot of them out there, and I want to tell you why. Beto is just one bullet. Be glad you dodged. But losing your hair sucks. I know this. I'm going to help you with it. What you may not know is you got this hormone in your body called DHT. You're probably losing it. The older you get, you're losing it. There's a solution because there's two hair treatment products out there that the FDA has approved that have the DHT replacement and replenishment in it. But the problem is, while it will re-trigger your hair growth and will stop you from losing your hair, they're expensive. You got to go to the doctor and you got to get the prescriptions and go to the pharmacy and all this stuff. But I got keeps. I've heard, you've heard me talk about it. I'm telling you, this stuff works. I've seen amazing pictures before and after. Keeps is going to give you the generic versions of those two FDA products that uh, have the, that's going to raise your DHT back up. So they're 90% effective, but they're 100% affordable. You can get it, and I'm going to give you half off to get started. So with Keeps, you get to keep your hair. You don't have to leave your couch, snap a few pictures with your uh, cell phone, send it in. And the website, ask a couple of questions. The doctor's going to review the info, going to recommend a good hair loss treatment plan for you. It's going to be shipped discreetly to your door. What did I tell you? told you I got a deal for you. Free online doctor consult if you go right now and you get 50% off your first order. That's right, 50% off. Go to keeps.com slash loss, L-O-S-S, keeps dot com slash loss keeps dot com slash loss now Beto O'Rourke I don't I, I say that just because I love making fun of the name uh, his name is Robert Francis O'Rourke Francis O'Rourke I call him Betsoff O'Rourke because last week he he jumped out of the presidential race long overdue you know he and, and you've seen the memes we were talking about it about how you know i've just been marked my ar-15 has been marked safe from mm-hmm. beto o'rourke's presidential campaign because he said we're coming for your ars we're coming for your ak's law-abiding citizens will turn in their guns these weapons of mass destruction these military-grade rifles uh they're going to turn them in well what about criminals i just believe the american people will do the right thing uh, he was going to create millions of criminals overnight if he would, you know, mm-hmm. do that. Right, right. And that's one of the barbs on the arrow right there, because mm-hmm. here was a guy who was willing to throw caution to the wind for the very safety of your and your children's life in order to gain a seat of power. Now, that's dangerous right there. Anytime someone talks about taking away your ability to defend yourself, you're in danger. You're in danger. I go back to this thing. I, I, I'm just consumed right now with Thomas Jefferson right now. I'm just, I've been going back and reading the founding fathers and I am consumed with your, I don't agree with everything Jefferson did. I don't agree with, uh, you know, Jefferson was a, a, a student of the enlightenment versus James Madison, who was a student, student of the seminary and was a faith-based guy who was a, you know, he, he, he went to Princeton and took Hebrew and was a student of the old Testament versus Thomas Jefferson, who was a product of the Enlightenment. There is no ethical, there is no ethical principles that were gained in the Enlightenment that still influence people today versus faith-based things that do, that are thousands of years old. So, so I pull back on, on because you got to put God in the equation. You got to put faith in the equation. Without it, America really does fall apart. Mm-hmm. It gets really carnal really, really fast. And, and what I'm saying is, 
if you're ill-informed about what people on the television are saying to you, whether it's the media or these candidates running for president, you're in trouble. You really are in trouble. If you just if, if the only information you're getting is what's coming from the television set or the online news cycles, you're in trouble. You've got to dig in, get it back into some critical thought and complex thinking. And Beto O'Rourke standing on top of tables and diners all across the country, swinging his arms and telling you all the things he was going to do to you and for you. I don't want you to I don't want the government to do anything to me. I don't want the government to do anything for me. Right? The government exists to serve the people. There are things the government should do for you for temporary times in unconventional seasons. Right? Am I right? Anybody? Anybody yes. on a yes. disagreement with me on no, that? Or qualify that? Yeah. So I, it's the, a the hand whole up, deal, not a handout. Yeah. And let me tell you why I like, and I'll just preface, I like Donald Trump because whether whatever, I like Donald Trump because Donald Trump is trying to do everything he can to keep the government out of your life. I like that. I don't like it when he stops doing that, like when he banned the bump stocks. That's a violation of the Second Amendment. Shall not be infringed. I don't like any talk of that stuff. And I don't like it whenever Trump, you know, you don't you don't infringe it. When the government tries to get into your life, it's problematic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, when you were talking about Trump, uh, you know, like in the Matrix, stopping the bullets, maybe it put me in mind of uh, one of my favorite memes uh, with him in it, it's uh, him just sitting there looking at the camera, and the caption says, um, "They're not after me; they're after you." Right. I'm just in the way. Right. Mm. And thank God he is <laughs> unconventional, crazy, but thank God he's in the way. Uh, and the dude just sits there and takes it. But, <laughs> but Francis O'Rourke, where he went off the rails, and and God help you if if you bought into this guy. I'm sorry. And I know you look at me and you're like, well, you bought into Trump. And yeah, I'm sorry for that, too. But it just <laughs> is what it is. And, and, and like, I can't I, I, because early on, I didn't buy into Trump. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows this. I didn't. I was a Ted Cruz guy. I was a Ben Carson guy. Um, you know, I like I like I still like guys like Rand Paul. I, you know, I appreciate different mm-hmm. ones. Agree with them 100 percent. Absolutely not. Had a guy on Twitter yesterday or on Facebook who told me that Trump is a cancer. Trump is a cancer. And I said, well, tell me why. Give me a fact. Well, he's narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that doesn't that's not a fact that who cares. So is Obama. And I said, but he said, well, nobody understands what he says when he communicates. Well, apparently somebody does because we're enjoying the greatest economy and the greatest unemployment in 50 years. Well, then you got to give some credit to Obama because he had higher point gains and he brought us out of a depression. I said, well, we weren't in a depression. We were in a recession. Right. And I said, and yay, Obama. It's not a competition. We had to come out of a recession. We couldn't stay in it. You know who brought us out of a recession? The American people. That's right. The American people who went out and spent their money. Barack Obama didn't go out and spend all of his money to pull us out of a recession. So the American people decided not to stay rock bottom, and we pulled ourselves out. Meanwhile, Obama was busy bailing out banks and auto. Anyway, now I I, I come back to this whole thing. If Trump were so bad, we would have gone back into recession. Like, if he, if he doesn't know what he's doing. So somebody understands what he's saying. Well, my brother was a narcissist, and you just don't understand what it's like to be around a narcissist. I'm like, have you met Party Foul Steve? Have you met Steve Powell or the Texas legend Steve Helms? I live with these guys, my two Steves, the two biggest narcissists you've ever known. And so, yes, I've been around a narcissist. He's like, he's a narcissist. He's making side deals. He's just like my brother. And I'm like, so you were bullied by your brother, and that makes Trump a cancer? 
This crap doesn't make any sense. Hey guys, I want to tell you about my old friends at Quip. Quip, the makers of the Quip Electric Toothbrush, want you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care. It's simply this. You got to have good habits when it comes to brushing your teeth. What does that mean? It means brushing your teeth for at least two minutes twice a day, flossing regularly. And no matter what brand you use, Quip Toothbrushes makes that simple. It starts with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric toothbrush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer, 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. This is serious stuff, folks. Look at these teeth. Look at these teeth. The Quip floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough. No waste. Plus, Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping so your routine is always right. Get your teeth right, folks. Join over three million healthy mouths and get Quip today starting at $25. If you go to Quip, Q-U-I-P.com, Go to getquip.com slash chat right now. You're going to get your first refill free. Let me make sure I'm saying it right so you get it. Getquip.com. You're going to get your first refill free with the promo code Chad. That's your first refill free. Getquip.com. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash chat. Come on with it. Beto O'Rourke, the problem with Beto is they loved him. They're like, well, he made. So if you're following O'Rourke and you're like, you still have those stickers on your car, peel them off. Do you think they're embarrassed to have those stickers on their car? No, I don't think they're smart enough. I saw three of them today driving in. I don't think they're. I don't think. I think they live in La La Land. Remember. Yeah. Remember last week I told you about the Stephen King book Cell where the, the impulse goes off and all of a sudden the people become zombies. Something happened in 2016. The word Trump, Trump, Trump. And people are just like, ah, cancer. They just lose their freaking minds, Mark. You know what I mean? They lose their freaking minds. But bring me the facts. Bring me the logic. Bring me the truth. I love what David Webb says. Bring your A game because I'll take nothing less. I love it. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Beto O'Rourke was effective in Texas. Why was he effective in Texas? Why did he lose by such a small margin to Ted Cruz? Why did he make it so close? Well, and those big cities, you know, Fort Worth went blue. Fort Worth went blue. But let me remind everybody, Ted Cruz had three paid staffers during that campaign. Beto O'Rourke had 1,800. Beto O'Rourke brought in around $90 million in campaign funds that came from everywhere from New York to California and all across the country because they wanted to oust Cruz. That's another thing. When other states get involved with your state politics, you need to look at that. There's some handwriting on the wall. There's something they're trying to unseat, dismantle, and disrupt. And when they, when, it, when you got California that gives that big of a crap about what we're doing here in the state of Texas, that ought to be a telltale yellow flag for you. That ought to yep. be a yellow light. Cause you to slow down and look at some things. Why do you want? Why is California so interested? I told you we're going to do the expose on the on the California mafia. It's coming in an upcoming episode. We're going to talk about this thing, but they're, they're trying to California our Texas, mm-hmm. right? So Beto spends about ninety million, and 
Cruz, I, and my figures are off, but he only spent like a third of that in his campaign. So the fact that he won on so much less, that should tell you something. So what does Beto do? He gets on Vanity Fair magazine. He's on the cover. <laughs> that poor dog in every picture with him just wants to be somewhere else. That dog wants to be in the back of your truck. Just does. <laughs> I mean, like, give me your dog. Francis, I will come pick up the dog. Just let me have your dog. Rescue. And, yeah, this dog wants to be out, man. And what did he do different? The guy got in his truck, and he drove to all, what, 264 counties that we have in Texas. He visited every county there was. When he was running for president, he gets in Vanity Fair and says, I was born to do this. Well, that pissed everybody off. Pissed the minorities off. It pissed it, the, 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 the establishment liberals, the Democrats that are out there, pissed them off because how dare you, some punk-ass white dude from South Texas that's never accomplished anything outside of being a state congress or, or being a congressman, and you're unemployed at the time. How dare you say you were born to do this? You just lost. And now you think you're supposed to sit in the highest seat in the world? Absolutely not. So, you know, he didn't campaign. He didn't go out to these different states. He stopped getting up on the tables and being passionate about things. He would not take town halls. He would not do national Mm -hmm. news media and things like that. And I know why he stopped doing national news media, because any moron that gets on there and says, we're going to take your guns. We're going to buy them back, which you can't do because they never belonged to you in the first place. You're going to get on there and say, well, I believe the American people to do the right thing. Well, what about criminals? Uh, they'll do the right thing. You're a moron. That's like uh, Jessica Beale is married to mm-hmm. Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. And I've heard stories about her and also Robert De Niro where they won't let them do uh, mainstream media interviews without handlers because they're that dumb. jessica bill and robert de niro yeah which we know de niro is Mm -hmm. but when's the last time you saw jessica bill on a major news outlet promoting a movie or anything like that you don't see that because well first of all she's not in any movies right now which if i I wouldn't work either if i was married to timberlake i'd make sure justin when jt was happy she's doing these smaller tv is she shows what sucks about de niro is he's got a movie that either just came out or is coming out i want to go see it screw de niro I probably will. Yeah, I mean, don't let that interfere with you. I just, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I won't let politics get in the way of my entertainment. What, did, wasn't it? Wasn't it O'Rourke who said, "I want the people to tell me what my message should be." He did say that, <laughs> and, and it was much the same way. It was the same kind of rhetoric that Obama used back when he was, you know, and it was like, "Okay, define me." Right. America does not need someone to define. Mm-hmm. Let me also say this. <laughs> The people in Washington, D.C. are not in charge of you. They're not your boss. They're not your leaders. They're your representatives. They work for you. That's why I'm so sick and tired of these congressmen and women being so damn condescending in these congressional and Senate hearings mm-hmm. to these people who come in to testify. And they're, I'm going to have my t- take my time, take my time, blah, blah. And they're cutting people off and they won't let them answer and things like that. I felt sorry for Mark Zuckerberg two weeks ago and he's trying to testify. And who was it? Was it Ayanna Presley? Who was or whoever it was and just wouldn't let him answer. And it's like, you know, and this whole thing, this whole thing where people start going, yes or no, yes, yes or no. Yes or no? That is a debate tactic right there that mm-hmm. is a fallacy. You can't use that as a debate tactic. You can't ask yes or no questions. You just put somebody on the spot. 
Is your penis large? Yes or no? Well, it depends on... No, yes or no? I don't... Well, it depends on who you're going to... Yes or no? Yes. Okay, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's the biggest penis on the planet. It's mighty heating. There's just a lack of respect. What is like... Well, you, I mean, like, what are we comparing it to? But I that, mean, what, what process of elimination? Don't you think they're, those representatives are f- following today's culture and how we talk to people and how we interact with people? And I'm not from where they're from. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think so. I think they're they're acting just like the people they represent. Yeah, well. Including some of our, you know, people I voted for. So They're not representing their people is the problem. Yeah, they're representing yeah, the- like their people do like yeah they're not representing their people i think yeah the better idea is for them to be themselves yeah and if the people choose them then that's what the people want yeah. i mean yeah you don't be a weather vane because that's what you're talking about obama was being hey you know what what do you want me to do which way do you want me to go you know hope and change okay which way do, what do you want to change but what we actually need is a leader who knows where they want to go mm-hmm. and then they put that before the people and if we choose them Yes, that's where we want to go. Don't weather vane, pick a path, and we'll either agree with you or we won't. Yeah. I go back to the example that I've used over and over with our friend Dan Crenshaw, representative down out of the Houston area of Texas. Dan came out, and in conversation and on Twitter, he speculated about red flag laws, and everybody said, I'm done with Dan, I'm done with Crenshaw, done with him. No, 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 no. I know Dan. I've had many conversations with Dan, and Dan will explain it to you. He just says it's not that cut and dry. There's some conversations we need to have, and there's people out there, no, you can't even, don't even bring those bad words up. I'm going to throw him out. Well, what are you going to wind up with? What are you going to have if you throw him out? At least here's a guy who is himself willing to say, okay, I'm open to let's discuss a couple of things. He's not He's not pushing saying we're going to do this, but let's let's have some conversations about this. And, and I can respect that. I may disagree with you, but I can respect that. I can, I can look at, and I have done it. I've looked at Dan Crenshaw in the eyes and said, I, well, I disagree. And he's okay with that. You know? And he took out his eye and stabbed me. <laughs> you looked at him in the eye. I looked him in the eye. Uh, Natalie, only you would pick up on that. I picked you know, up on it. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> Daily Beast wrote a story called The Unbearable Male Privilege of Beto O'Rourke. And um, that's interesting. He says, he said, I'll be much more thoughtful going forward in the way that I talk about our marriage. That's when he talked about, talked about what's his wife's name, Amy? Mm-hmm. And, um, and also the way in which I acknowledge the truth of the criticism that I have enjoyed white privilege. Absolutely undeniable. Kevin, you're a man of color. How does that strike you? <laughs> I know your um, opinions and I know your convictions, but how does that strike you? Uh, he's trying to, to, I don't know, uh, uh, put himself up on a cross or something there. That's, that's not right either. I mean, okay, there is, a, there is such a thing as white privilege. Sure. Now, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that is a, a thing that you created or that I created or anybody created necessarily. And it doesn't mean that's a thing that you're taking advantage of at any particular point. Yeah. I mean, I know you. You don't take advantage of it. It's not even you. You don't even have a choice, I guess, in that. If it happens, it happens in spite of you. Yeah. I mean, because I know you. And, and that's not the type of thing you would do if you had the option. No. Um, 
But what Beto's talking about is he's trying to put himself up on a on a cross here and say, okay, I'm going to sacrifice all this and and uh, I'm I'm you know mea culpa for for being white and that's wrong too. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing good about that. Well, we live in a predominantly white nation, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like when the uh, Miss Scotland pageant was going on and they had that whole team of white women up there and they said there's no diversity in this group it's freaking scotland where do you want them to they they're they're, it's scotland where do you want them to get diversity from they're white is there white privilege in scotland yeah that's all there is like 0.1 percent is a different color i mean that's all there is so when you live in a predominantly white culture yes there's going to be white privilege but you're right he's gonna he's gonna say okay you're right i'm gonna be the pander bear i'm going to be the woke white man who's willing to come out and say yeah i'm the guy but you know i'm the guy who's willing to to, to put myself on the cross but he never stood for anything Mm -hmm. the only thing the only thing it ever came out to was here's a guy who's continually willing to say, okay, I'm this, I'm this, and whatever, whatever the left wants to label me, yes, I'm that guy. It's the Justin Trudeau syndrome. Well, it's the yeah. Justin Trudeau syndrome. Yeah. Yes, I, yes, I put on blackface. Were your hands black too? Yes, they were. And it was very wrong of me. I should never have done that. And I feel very sorry for the five times that I put black on my face. <laughs> I'm sorry that every Halloween I felt the need to be a black man. But, you know, and it's like, come on, dude. That's just dumb. And that's the kind of stuff, the more he did that, the more his own side was eating him up. Eating him up. So what I want is a buyback campaign of all the funds that you fools wasted on donating to him because you knew good and well the man who was quote-unquote born from this didn't have a snowball's chance Mm-mm. in ever becoming president of the United States. No chance. Is Cory Booker even still in the running? Is is he alive? No, but do we know when Beto dropped out? Did any of the any of the numbers change for other candidates? No. Or did he didn't all stay have the enough same? of an effect. Uh, he was no. Pulling a zero. Yeah. No, I, I I pulled out the same day. I pulled out of my the presidential race the same day, um, and I figure since we were polling the same, both at zero percent, right? Uh, plus minus uh, dif- differential. I figured that I would not steal any more votes either, so I pulled out. And I don't know where I'm going to throw my zero uh, percent um, support, yeah. but mm-hmm. zero. The last I checked is zero, mm-hmm. like zero. And then there's Kamala Harris. Where's she at? And she shot her own self in the foot. Well, she's Nero playing the fiddle while Rome burns. Right? Yeah. She's out there dancing with the kids in other states and doing her little thing. And mm-hmm. California's on fire. And she's yeah. not there. She's not leading. That's what it goes back to the point. She's not representing the state of California. She said her own party was not ready for a, a person of color woman, you know. Well, and by the way, president. by the way, when yeah. I do this expose on, on California, she's a part of it. Adam Schiff's a part of it. Of course, you know, Nancy Pelosi is a part of it. The, yeah, there's there's I'm telling you, there's some stuff. Wait till you see what's coming out on this deal. But why is this? Why did we dodge a bullet? Why do we dodge a bullet? Because, again, this would have been this would have been a. um Obama 2.0 had, let's say, in a weird world that Beto O'Rourke became president of the United States. You would have had this fluid, uh, malleable, spineless person who's up there. The only difference is it would have been a person who is who is guilty, 
See, Barack Obama could go in there and be Barack Obama. He could do whatever he wanted to do. He's cool, man. He's cool, right? Yeah. Everything he did, Barack looked cool. He was smooth in everything he did. Beto wouldn't have that kind of leeway. He's awkward. He would have to go in there and be guilty of something, always. We don't need a president of the United States that's guilty. Mm-hmm. of. And, oh, well, Trump's guilty of what? What's he guilty of? What is he guilty of? Forty women have accused him of... Forty women have accused me. So what? <laughs> Good God. I've had people send messages to my wife talking about how I'm sleeping with them and stuff like that. And I'm like, give me a break. Forty women have accused me. I know. <laughs> you've had seven men say they were sleeping yeah. with you too. So. Oh, you've had seven men? Well done. I've Chad. had way more men than that, but I'm talking about Dude. seven men that have accused me. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. They got it. like the chubby bear. <laughs> <laughs> I love how many dudes come out online and be like, God, you're you're gaining weight. You're going, dude, quit looking so close. I right. liked you better when you were skinny. Yeah, listen, yeah. listen, Rob, Steve, Mark, and Roy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> listen, that. Siegfried, take it easy there, pal. That was just because that shirt you, you were in recently. that looked like a snuggie. I was looking at the photo you posted on Facebook recently. I was like, okay, there's four guys, but I only see four hands. There should be eight. <laughs> No, that was the picture with Roger Rodney and Foster Kevin. and Craiger and, and Kevin Fowler. And I'm like, oh, that's like uh, me. You and you posted a picture of us the other day on Instagram. And, and somebody's like, where's your hand? I was like, in her butt. It's like right in her thumbs, right in her butt. He's like, well, that reaction, you must have small hands. It's like that, and she's used to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have a big butt. I love you, Joseph. That's her husband. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is like that. When you take a photo of him with the, with a woman. Oh, he's he out like this. Hands yeah. in view. All to, <laughs> yep. The hands are in view. Just hands like are this. in view. Have you seen his girlfriend? You know, they just confirmed their that. little deal. She's kind of. Yeah. But he's kind of. Uh, I know mm-hmm. the John Wick character kind of made him. I guess some of these. I guess he kind of yeah. became a pretty man. Sweet guy, apparently. Yeah. And he then this girl shoot. he's with. And, but, but it's funny how Twitter blew up on that deal about, <laughs> of course, Keanu's such a gentleman. He has an age appropriate girlfriend. Because he's, what, 55? She's 46. Mm-hmm. Well, they were talking about how she wasn't pretty and What's just kind of bashing her. Yeah. You get it. Get it, Keanu. You I go, love it. You go, Keanu. What's age appropriate? See how I brought it right back to the Matrix? Mm-hmm. Right there? See how I do that? I'm good. Half plus seven? What is Half how? plus seven? What's the age appropriate? <laughs> Older than your oldest is that daughter. formula? <laughs> Older than your oldest child. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. In my family, all the women are older than the men. All of them. Really? Yep. But okay, now why does this matter, really? Why does this matter? Why does Beto O'Rourke, he's out. Everybody's happy. He ran a pointless campaign. Mm-hmm. Why does it matter? Because if, if, if it matters there, then it matters with the others. I need some coffee. Man, you can imagine going to Vegas and blowing $90 million and walk away with nothing. Oh, I just quit. <laughs> yeah, unemployed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, Beto O'Rourke will do what? Go on the speaking circuit? Can you yeah. imagine? Paying this guy forty grand to come in to speak to your group of people and swing his arms around and say nothing. He'll write just, a book. Just well, or well, somebody will write a book for him. Maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what, what? I mean, what's your? What's your? What would you write a book about? He's gonna let the my people vision tell of him. America. Mm. Obviously, if he one percent of yep. America cares about what your vision of America. Body is. language for dummies. <laughs> What'd you say, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> that's it i said body language for dummies <laughs> everybody that's watching this thing i know you and i know you love black rifle coffee i love them had some this morning and i want some more right now black rifle coffee company veteran-owned operated premium small batch roast order coffee company for people who love america highest quality coffee beans from around the world and here's what i love about them 
they do not roast the beans until you place the order. That means you're guaranteed you're going to get the freshest coffee available. I love the AK-47. Oh, it's so good. Mine too. Mine shipped today. The, I just got an email. And what's so. the, Is it silence or smooth? That's another good one. But the AK-47, is there espresso? That's the only one I do. Is, I've done the others, but AK-47 does it. So Yeah, the yeah. I love the AK-47. You like real so coffee. They got Man, ton, coffee. tons of roast profiles, and uh, here's the deal. Military members, every single one of them, Black Rifle Coffee Company, they're going to take all their blends. They're going to make it available in whole bean or ground varieties. We have the big thing that mm-hmm. grinds it up. And a lot of the, uh, you can get the little coffee rounds, like the, go in your Keurig or whatever. Love them. The bag, my big bag, my big monster bag uh, comes in once every, how many, what, like every six weeks, something like know. that. I've and got mine set, the smaller bag comes every two weeks. Yeah, every morning I can hear that that coffee grinder going off in the kitchen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Black Rifle. The best way to enjoy this Freedom Field Coffee is with Black Rifle Coffee Club. You choose the amount and the blends you crave, and they offer it to you at special discounted prices. They ship it free to you directly to your home office every month. This added convenience allows you to keep working hard, making America the land of the free, home of the brave, and you'll never have to rush to the store again. So wake up, America, with Black Rifle Coffee. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash WatchChad. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Chad. Enter discount code WatchChad to receive 20% off your first order. Hey, that includes the Black Rifle Coffee Club. So go get it. Go get it. Um, but this is a this is a campaign that never really woke up i mean he says i was born to do this but it didn't turn out he was born to be anything so now he's unemployed he doesn't have anything he's wasted however many millions of dollars both on a senate campaign that failed and a presidential mm-hmm. campaign and i think i think dub whenever something like this happens that you just need to go away like like the american people have spoken now fade off go away unlike a hillary clinton mm-hmm. i do respect what george w bush did when he came out of the presidency he vanished yeah. Right? Yeah. He, he, okay, I'm retired. I'm done. He stepped yeah. out of the way. He stepped out of the spotlight. And he stayed out of it. In that respect, I've, a while either. I've sort of appreciated Obama in he that same that. respect. And, and, you know, but, but you never know with Obama because he, the head pops up. Mm-hmm. Now, early on, his head early kept on. popping up. Yeah. Here yeah. lately, ever since the, the campaign or the debates, Obama's kind of laid low until the other day he came out about the woke culture and the cancel culture and, and stuff. And he took a hit over that, too. He did take from a hit. The left. They'll eat your ass, too, Brock. <laughs> Brock, I'm telling you, ain't nobody safe from the woke left. Yeah, no one is safe. He's, That's why I keep saying I wish the Democratic Party had a good liberal candidate to run. I could get behind that. But you got nothing but socialists that are running. And he's. Uh, he hadn't endorsed anybody yet. No, and he won't. He's going to wait. He won't. He won't until the time comes because we know what's coming. Yep. We know what's coming. We know what's coming. Moomoo watch. Moomoo watch. Hashtag Moomoo watch. We know what's coming. <laughs> and uh, as soon as soon as as soon as the thing happens, <laughs> let me tell you, as soon as the clear path is showing itself, what do you think, Candice? What do you think? Moomoo watch. Are we going pantsuits or are we staying in the moomoos? I think we're going pantsuits. I think we're going pantsuits. I think maybe like. I don't know. The anniversary of the election is coming up. Oh. I feel like maybe, or a Christmas Day surprise. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but see, I, I, I see a clear path to her beating everyone in her own party, but I don't see it beyond that. And what is she looking at? Hillary Clinton will not allow another female president as long as she's alive. Mm-hmm. So that's she, why Joy Behar on The View is telling Elizabeth Warren to drop out. There it is. Yes. It is. yes. The signs are all there. Mm-hmm. The powers that be, you you look, they're starting to they're starting to uh, do their thing. 
Joy Behar, ABC, starting to say Elizabeth Warren needs to drop out. Yep. Powers far larger than you and I know the names of that are at work here. What were you going to say? No, I I was agreeing with you. But what's interesting, you notice Pete Buttigieg has started to rise in the polls. He started to he started to gain some momentum. Joe Biden doesn't know what state he's in or planet he's living on, right? <laughs> Bernie exactly. Sanders will not be the president. So so look, you you kids out there that think Bernie's a good idea, he will never be the president. The powers that be will never allow Bernie Sanders to be president of the United States. You don't don't be look, don't I'm not being judgmental, I'm not being mean. I'm just telling you don't be stupid. Pay attention to what's going on. Bernie Sanders, the man had a heart attack 3 weeks ago. God bless him. Prayers for him. Full recovery. I want the man to live to be 105 years old. I really do. I, I just can't get enough of his horrible, stupid ideas. But I don't wish evil on the man, but he will never be president of the United States. He can't be. Come on, kids. Wake up to the real stuff. He's going to get bought off again. He'll be bought off again. He'll be bought off again. This time, I'm going to take a house in the Hamptons. I've already got one of those. You know what? Put me out there on the outside of vineyards with... Uh, with Obama. the Obamas. Yep, I don't need nothing with eight bedrooms. Six is, fill- is fine for us. <laughs> we'll have the red room. <laughs> Let's murder backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he's going to get bought off again. So of I don't care what he gets in the polls. He's, he's not going to be polls the candidate. Polls don't matter. Joe is going to retire. I don't know if it's going to be an event that happens. He's going to pull out. Something's going to happen. Joe's going to pull out. And I think they're going to put Warren number two on the ticket if she'll take it. And that's that's the thing I want to see. Now, our friend Matt Locke, host of the Matt Locke Show. And, of course, every Friday you get beer for brunch uh, with Matt Locke and Party Foul Steve every Friday at 3 p.m. Where podcasts are offered on the Matt Locke Show. Matt Locke is convinced it'll be an all-female ticket. I don't see Mm. that. I don't see that. But... He's convinced of an all-female ticket. It would definitely be woke. That would be woke. I'm with Matlock on that. You think so? You think it's a Hillary Warren Mm -hmm. deal? Could be. I said that this morning on a drive-in. Yeah, could be. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, people say, well, Biden could be. No, Biden would never be the vice president. The man doesn't want to be president, much less the vice president, okay? Buttigieg, who in some ways I've gained a little respect for the man as a man. Mm -hmm. But, but, meh. The world isn't ready for a gay president. The world, the world is not ready. I, I'm not being homophobic. I'm just telling you, you people got to come out from under your little American privileged bubble because not only white privilege, there's American privilege, and y'all just don't understand how the rest of the world is working. Again, I, I remind you that, uh, paraphrasing one of my favorite things, Mark Mark Twain said, "Nothing destroys prejudice like travel. Nothing destroys travel like prejudice." But listen, there's a flip side. Sometimes when you travel, you realize how much prejudice is out there. Just ask the Mormons in northern Mexico. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. There, there's some stuff. There's some folks out there that hate you, and they really don't like gay people. So, trust me when I tell you, the world ain't ready. Just like black people in South Africa ain't real big fans of the white people in South Africa, which is the exact opposite of the way it was 40 years ago. So. Yeah, Buttigieg. I think I'm thinking uh, Secretary of State. Could be Secretary of State. That's that's what they're going to hold out for him. I will say this about Pete Buttigieg: Mayor Pete has proven himself. He's hung in there. He's maintained relevance, and and he's been pretty outspoken on some things. He's been now, eh, you know, he came out this week, this last week, and he said, "I, unlike Trump, will bring God back to the White House." Now, I'm not going to get into all that. Uh-uh. I'm not going to get into all that, but that is pandering. That's where you start pandering because it's, you've never cared about 
faith-based stuff or anything like that. And that's why, look, I always held Trump accountable to that same thing, too. Mm-hmm. Don't come in here and start pandering to the faith-based folks. And I said in the other episode, it ain't about him practicing Christianity. He's proven that he protects Christianity, and that I like. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you sleep with, but don't interfere with my faith, okay? Don't interfere with my faith. Don't give mm-hmm. me some state-run religion. Don't give me something where I can't practice my faith. Don't give me any of that stuff. You protect my faith, and I'll protect you as the electorate. But see, Beto, Beto came out. He had too much. He had too much stuff. It was a big old fat ego trip. Now, here's the difference between a Trump ego and a Beto ego. One has charisma and sense of humor and can be the butt of the joke. And one guy's taking himself too damn seriously. Mm-hmm. And Beto did. Like this guy sees himself as a Kennedy. He sees himself as some kind of good looking reformer that's gonna oh come in and just be this oh a man of the people i love my still my favorite image of beto is when he was down there on the border and he was holding his rally trump was doing his thing over there and and he's told his rally about walls kill walls don't save lives they kill and he's standing with a chain link fence around him <laughs> what a dumb it's almost beto was taking <laughs> advice though from the quote enlightened uh college crowd let me let me just say and you're right there's an element of that yeah. i can't it's amazing to me that that bernie bernie sanders appeals to the college crowd um uh Beto's, all their debt yeah well they want free stuff <laughs> yeah they want free stuff remember kids there's no such thing as government funded let me, let me just summarize it with this. Beto's run always seemed like an ego trip. His family did not seem nearly as enthusiastic as he was about it. His young son promised to cry every day if O'Rourke went through with it. He got into trouble for casually joking about putting the burden of parenting on his wife as he crisscrossed Texas campaigning for the Senate. But fame and power are alluring, are alluring, and O'Rourke was one of dozens of politicians lured into the 2020 race by the promise of a national profile and a shot at the highest office. A slew of nondescript white men, including John Delaney, Michael Bennett, Tim Ryan, Seth Moulton, and John Hickenlooper, were delusional enough to think they might stand a chance. I would throw Bill de Blasio into that list as well. They might not have been that irrational, though. Even in failing, they succeed in making themselves more well-known and possibly even more influential. They'll all go eventually, though, with no original ideas, no movements behind them. They have nothing to offer the electorate, and the electorate knows it. Beto O'Rourke should never have run for president, but he couldn't stop himself because some men are just convinced they are born for it. Very well-written article, theguardian.com, by Nathan Robinson. Party foul, Steve. Well, if you remember, he asked his two kids if he should do it, and they said yes. Yeah. But he doesn't take their advice much more. No. Well, one kid said he would cry, and then it, and so on and so forth, and whatever. But we don't have to worry about Beto O'Rourke anymore. Let's mm-hmm. make sure that people like that stay in obscurity. Yeah. Please. Uh, because, because look, I, like, I, like, I'm not relevant to the political process. I'm not. I just want to have an informed electorate, as Jefferson said. I just mm-hmm. want an informed electorate, and I'm going to put my, my two cents out there. You don't have to vote for me for anything. You can vote by not watching. If you like the show, though, vote by going and leaving us a review where podcasts are offered. Go figure out Google, how do I leave a podcast review? And then go follow the directions and do the Chad Prather Show and leave us a five-star review. I promise to never come to your house, get on your table, flail around, and talk Talk about how the American people will do what we ask them to do because they're law-abiding citizens. I will never do that, and I will. I will just never. I will never do that. The guy's a meth head. Did you see the reviews where how much people love Party Foul Steve? There's one in there, at least one. 
Back to narcissism. Back to <laughs> narcissism. That's it. Beto O'Rourke, one down. But you're in, you're you're right. I could see a uh, yeah. I could see a Secretary of State kind of thing. Whatever with mm-hmm. Buttigieg. Trump wins in 2020 if you go vote. Don't assume it's done. Don't look at these big rallies and think, oh well, yeah. There are no liberals running. Those there are no classical liberals running on the Democratic ticket. Mm-hmm. There are none. There are none. Those rallies are designed to get people to remind them to go vote because well, it's it's more than the party, pushing, folks. The party's yeah. going to end in 2021 if we don't vote in 2020. I'm telling you, got to get out there, got to vote, got to vote. I'm talking to you, got to vote. And I don't care if you like Trump, dislike Trump. We got a friend of yours who's going to come on. We're going to have a little debate about Trump. He's not a fan of Trump's, but he's going to vote for Trump. He will vote for Trump. He is not a fan of Trump's at yeah. all. And we're going to we're going to do that. Uh, and uh, do uh, my buddy named Devin sent me a message on on social media. He said it's his birthday. I want to give Devin a shout out. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, so many folks that are just faithful folks that watch this podcast every night on YouTube and they tune in where it is. I'm thinking a Friday night show. I think we need to start a Friday night show, Candace. I don't Sounds even think like we need to ask idea. permission. I think we just need to start doing a Friday night show. Let's do it. There are so many people who ask for a Friday night show, even if it's just 20 minutes, just a weekend update as we head into the weekend and things. I think we need to start. If we're going to do a nightly show, let's just do it. Let's just do a nightly show, Monday through Friday night. We have people come in and watch. I think we're going to do that. I think we're going to set up. Uh, a little spot over here. We can have a little, little small studio audience. Yeah, people could come in, and uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Hot news, Natalie. Fun times. Are you doing well? The store has opened. Yes. The range has opened. Texas yes. Gun Experience in Grapevine, Texas, is wide open. 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 Yeah, we have a our grand opening. It really went well, didn't it? Yes, it did. And the. The <laughs> yes, it did killed. Um, no, we loved it. I, I mean, I, I'm so excited that it's finally open. People have been messaging Joseph and Jared constantly asking when it's you know. Yeah. Well, it's here finally. The building is complete. So yeah. looks yeah. good. They already have Fantastic. events coming from the over from the Gaylord. Yeah, you know when people come in for their corporate. The Gaylord Texan that that hotel and convention center is the second busiest, largest in the world in America. Yes. And 23 million people come through that Gaylord mm-hmm. there in Grapevine, Texas, and they're going to start shuttling people over to y'all's place. Y'all going to be printing money? That's I hope a, so. That's a great hotel, too. If not, we're going to be living with you. So. You're, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> y'all are going to be just fine. Well, I, I think it. Joseph and Jared are pretty awesome and have a, a good business mind. And again, this is this is already with an established 35-year retail store. So yeah. we're just expanding into the gun range world. Yeah. So well, this is a company that's... You know, snatching out an ATF and approve my new compressors because they're still sitting in the... Boom. I, y'all didn't even catch that. Compressors? Yeah, yeah I caught it. Heard it. Suppressors. <laughs> I know. We were talking about that on the episode last week. My compressors. <laughs> yes, I know they're suppressors. We suppressor. just like triggering you gun nuts. Happy Monday. Hope y'all have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow night. Love y'all. God bless you. Bye.